0: Hello, 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 all you beautiful people out there in podcast land, and welcome to Completely Unreasonable, part audio journal, part comedic stream of consciousness. Completely Unreasonable is a podcast where I, your host, Will Croco, takes you on an audio adventure into my mind where we explore pop culture and life in the modern era through a lens that is both grounded and irreverent. This is the inaugural episode of the podcast. This is the podcast kickoff party, and thank you so much for being here to join me now everybody gather around as the music fades out because it's story time with uh will i guess (sighs) completely unreasonable is brought to you sponsor free however i would like to take a few minutes to talk about some people who have made this all possible A person at the top of uh, my list is my guest here today, my friend Ryan McLean. We have been friends for a long time. Ryan is a 3D animator. He's a visual artist. He's a pop culture and music aficionado. And he's been my friend for a long time. And he is bringing some heat to the podcast today. He has got A hilarious embarrassing story that he is going to share with us and we're gonna catch up and muse about a few things. I would also really like to thank my wife Devon. Babe, I love you. You're the wind beneath my wings. I appreciate you letting me steal the laptop to edit the show. I appreciate you letting me set up in our spare bedroom to record and I appreciate you putting up with all the jokes that I make that aren't funny and that are just exasperating, because I think I'm cute all the time, but it's probably not accurate. I would also like to thank my friends Nick and Joel, all the way out east in New Brunswick, Nick and Joel were part of a very small and select group of individuals that I shared. That sounds very serious, doesn't it? A small and select group of very serious individuals whom, to whom I sent some demo recordings of the show to, um, with the intention of gaining some feedback, and they did give me some excellent feedback that I have incorporated. Um, most of the feedback they gave me I've thrown out the window, but that's okay. They meant well. I love those guys and they are going to be joining me on a future episode. So stay tuned for that. I would also like to thank my friend Raleigh, who is a very talented photographer, outdoorsman, and a friend of mine. And he is responsible for the, uh, picture that I used for the podcast cover art. Raleigh took that picture of me literally frolicking, frolicking <laughs> literally frolicking through an alpine meadow um, on this hike called uh, Twin Lakes here in beautiful British Columbia. So thank you for that, Raleigh. I'd also like to thank my friends Jeff and Dylan, um, Alicia, Anna, um, John Clark, John Seaboyer, um, my brother and my sister, Emily and Warren, my mom, my dad, and I'm more names are going to come to me as the podcast goes on. I'm not reading off of a list because make no mistake, people, this is not a professional operation. I'm an amateur. So like I said, I haven't made any lists here. So if I have forgotten you, thank you very much. And let's just lay it out like this. If you've ever laughed at me or with me in any context whatsoever, thank you it is through you that all things podcast related are possible so now it's probably a good opportunity for me to talk about the show in a more relaxed kind of a way without the theme music what i'm hoping to do with the show is bring you perpetual listener um conversations with funny and interesting people that i know and that i don't know i'm going to bring you musings on my daily thoughts I'm going to perform avant-garde audio experiments and basically whatever else I want to do with it. The nice thing about podcasts is that they're very, very simple and they have very few people involved. So I'm the boss. So what I say goes. (laughs) And it's nice to have a space where you can really explore creatively without a lot of distractions or... Uh, roadblocks, if you will. So what the podcast really is going to turn out to be, I don't really know. I'm sort of of the opinion that most art, and I mean, I'm not going to wax. One thing I'm not going to do is wax poetically about art on this show. But one thing that uh, I've always kind of thought about art is that it's more so kind of comes through the artist and the artist is less in control of the art then it might appear on the outside now i'm not much of an artist but that's kind of how i how i feel about it so whatever the podcast ends up being it'll be when and it might it might end up being nothing and it might end up being something and most likely it'll be something in between nothing and something so sitting down and hitting the record button is the thing to do and really what it It's going to be whatever is in my mind when I sit down to record. Now, don't get me wrong. I, like I mentioned, did experiment. And I will continue to experiment with segment ideas and, I don't know, like other standard podcast stuff. I really enjoy long-form stream-of-consciousness podcasts. Some people don't. And listen, if you're listening to this, you know chant when near when it's put out i mean chances are chances are you know me and you have access to me on social media and or have access to me on social media so if there's something that you don't like or something that you would like to hear on the show reach out to me and let me know i will put um all of the i guess social media links in um the description of the episode, I guess. I haven't thought that far forward. I don't have that many. I have a personal Facebook that I'm not giving out, and I have a personal Instagram that I'm not giving out, and I did just start a completely unreasonable Instagram that I am probably going to give out. So let me know about feedback. Now, that does remind me. A good friend of mine, Alicia, is a PR and marketing student and she is expressed, has expressed some interest to me in handling the PR and marketing side of this podcast. In fact, Alicia thinks I'm so hilarious and so capable that uh, she offered to do this before she's ever heard anything, which is really, you know, she's not She's bound to this <laughs> anyway so if she doesn't like the show she can bow out but if she does she is going to be handling the PR and marketing side so thank you to Alicia as well and now that I've said it on the airwaves it's, it's official or it'll just be something that I will never mention again Alicia so hopefully it's one and it's not the other I'm just going to take a quick drink of water here might edit this out felt, felt cute but I might edit this out later Mm. no memes don't talk about memes on the podcast memes are weak memes are what you fall back on when when you run out of voices to do probably end up doing voices on the podcast at some point if you're good at making sounds with your mouth then you should make those sounds don't be too buttoned up you know like i have a real job but and it's in an office and i don't have to wear a suit but i have to dress nicely and they don't want me just making funny mouth sounds they want me to make the right mouth sounds that have to do exactly with what the um the you know <laughs> with what we're dealing with that day. It's not a freestyle enterprise like the podcast is. It's not a free form creative audio space where the only limits are impo- the or they say the only limits are the ones that I choose to impose upon it. It's very empowering stuff, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <sighs> Let's get focused here. Today on the show, I am joined by my very good friend, Ryan McLean. Ryan, I think I had mentioned earlier, is a 3D animator. He works in the video game industry. He's a visual artist. He is an aficionado of all things pop culture, punk music, hip hop, movies, TV like he loves it comic books, graphic novels. Ryan is the man. He's also one of the funniest people I've ever known, and I'm very grateful to have him in my life. Why don't I tell you a little bit about our friendship? Ryan and I met when we were, I think, in the 10th grade. So this is, I'm 32, so this is like, you know, this is 17 years ago. 17, maybe even 18 years ago. So anyways we met and um one of my other friends Danny the way i remember it was um he had a class with Ryan and Ryan was the new kid he just moved up from Fredericton which was like the big city down the river and um he like invited Ryan to hang out with us at lunch cuz Danny's a nice guy and uh Ryan he liked Ryan enough to invite him and to tell you the truth i didn't Ryan and i we didn't really see eye to eye at first i kind of thought he was weird but then I realized as we became closer that I was weird too. So Ryan and I really initially bonded over a love of uh, punk music. And um, we, you know, cut our teeth going to local uh, punk shows in Woodstock, our hometown in Fredericton, and going to see the bigger punk bands in the slightly bigger cities around us, St. John, Moncton, Fredericton, and we we became best friends really quickly. Ryan was always a talented artist. He was always sketching. He was one of the only people I knew, especially to at that age, who they who knew what he wanted to do and went out and did it. Ryan knew that he wanted to take video game design. Um And he wanted to work in that industry. And as soon as we graduated high school, he actually started his program in the summer. So he only had a couple of weeks in the summer after graduation. He was on it and at the time. I was like, why don't you just wait? But now I'm like, he was so driven. And Ryan's been working in the industry for a while. We don't talk about that. At all, we don't have time to get to that, ladies and gentlemen. We spend enough time talking about some other ridiculous things that we don't even come close to talking about our careers. (laughs) That's like the last thing I ever want to talk about. Um, and we had a really good conversation. Ryan and I don't talk on the phone very much, but Ryan and I actually we we text or message each other basically every day, usually just funny memes and stuff like that. But um, Ryan joins us via voice over IP Zencaster recording website all the way from beautiful Montreal, Quebec. And he joins us not later, but right now. Completely unreasonable. No, that's not
1: what's gonna sound. Ah man, my fucking my bong <laughs> ran out of power just as you started talking. Really? Isn't that a sign?
0: Well, that's okay. Oh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So, dude, how you been? It's been a while since we've talked on the phone.
1: Ever? I don't remember ever calling you to talk on the phone. I don't. <laughs>
0: But we text every day, so we don't need to like talk to each other on the phone.
1: No, who needs a voice anymore? We're just... (laughs) I could rather be a robot.
0: Well, you sound, to be totally honest, you sound a little bit robotic today, but that's
1: cool. It's your webcam mic, no doubt. I'm just trying to be human. But it's funny because I'm watching my levels and they're all at one level. I'm (laughs) 100% monotone. I don't feel that way, but the computer says I am.
0: <laughs> I know you pretty well, and monotone is not a word I would use to describe you at all. Yeah. I'm but the computer controlling the volume of my voice. See, so yours is all over the place. Yeah, because my microphone is dynamic. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, cause I'm I am a professional. I got a pro setup over here. Which oh man, you should see. I'm literally sitting like I'm just sitting on the floor in the corner of our spare bedroom, which is more of a bike room than it is a spare bedroom.
1: It's not your dog's bedroom anymore.
0: No, well yeah, no, it's still it's still his too. It's still his too. But I'm just like sitting in the corner at this little table I got drinking sugar-free Red Bull and talking to my computer. I guess I'm not just talking to my computer like a crazy person anymore because you're on the show now.
1: There's a person on the other side of it. You're still crazy but at least a little bit less crazy.
0: Well, you don't have to be but it helps.
1: (laughs) Right? That's true. So,
0: Oh, yeah. Isn't that what we're both just trying to do is just trying to be human?
1: I'm trying to fake it every day.
0: (laughs) So you were telling me the other day Excuse the slurp. You're telling me the other day that you and Gab are planning a trip to Chicago, and part mm-hmm. of that trip to Chicago is... and you didn't tell me the actual name of this place, but it's the... you just called it the Leather Museum.
1: Yeah, let me look up the actual
0: name of it. Because it's... it is a leather museum. It's, but it's Leather
1: Archives and Museum.
0: And it's, it's so much more than just leather, I'm guessing.
1: So uh, it's a library, museum, archives pertaining to leather, fetishism, sadomasochism, and alternative sexual practices. Wow. Downtown Chicago.
0: Downtown Chicago. That You know what? That sounds fucking awesome.
1: See, I can send you the link. Does Illinois have legal weed? No, oh, not until next year. Fuck. Oh,
0: 2020. Year. Okay.
1: January, it becomes legal. They just passed it.
0: I think the uh, first time I would go to, like, a BDSM museum, I'd want to be straight. And then maybe ex- maybe just a little puff the second time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to just be... I don't want to encounter all that stuff. Like, I'm I'm a bit of a prude, I think.
1: Ooh, they do have a... Like, I just want to know what the gift shop is. Like, that's it.
0: Oh, the gift shop is probably awesome!
1: They got some boss jackets. They... they- <laughs> I like... I don't know, maybe there's some shirts with the nipples cut out. Like, whatever you need in you know, a leather... Oh, they do have an online store, too, so you don't even have to go.
0: Yeah, like, if I wanted to get dressed up like the like Rob Halford
1: from Judas Priest, like, hell-bent for leather. Like, the second thing on their merchandise is a white tank top with a gay leather daddy, you know, like a leather... Cock uh, outfit and a leather jacket and a leather biker cap. Uh, 28 bucks. It's not a terrible price for a t shirt. All the way up to Triple XL. Of
0: course. Of course. That's part, part how the, you know uh, it's American. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was going to say because part of. I just lost my train of thought. Oh, well.
1: Cool. Oh, well. Well, the thing I'm super stoked about going to Illinois is because they have Midwest sizes of pants. <laughs> so I can get pants and jeans there of my proper size. They would, wouldn't they? Like, there's hardly a fat person in Montreal. I think
0: Montreal in. is the most beautiful place on earth as far as people are concerned. It's the most, it's, there's more. Well, give me, to, to yeah. be totally honest, when I was in Victoria with Devin, this lot la- like with her parents back in May, uh, Victoria could mm. Victoria could give Montreal a run for its money. Although there's more variety of people in Montreal, I think, whereas Victoria just kind of attracts like uh, hot tourists from local and larger
1: regions. But the thing with Victoria is it's sunny, yes, at least mild all year round. Yes. We are in a winter hellscape. For half of the year, and we still yeah. have people the, maintaining the ladies fitness, and, and, the men, and,
0: and the men too. I think they, I think they push it. They hit the gym mm-hmm. hard in the winter, and then they they push that bikini and like tank top season like real hard,
1: like real hard. Yeah, but then we go to a place like Chicago, where it's the Midwest and cold, <laughs> and they're fat as shit because they don't care, that's and that's what kind of freedom there they goes. enjoy. And I'm here for it. I'm going to have a um have a deep dish pizza and hot dogs for every meal I
0: can. Good buddies Casey from university. He just moved to Chicago like a year ago from Vancouver. Um he's actually he's already moving back. He's, I hope he's there moving back is. to Vancouver. I haven't talked to him yet, but shout out to Casey.
1: I hope he's listening.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. He looks like he enjoys it. He's, like, the most positive dude ever, so he would like it no matter what. He's really big into bouldering, like, rock climbing, so, um, like, and I guess Chicago has an awesome, like, climbing scene around it, so... um,
1: Who would have known?
0: Yeah, well, I guess, like, it's not only... It's the thing about bouldering is that you're just climbing... You're climbing, like, not big rock faces. You're climbing on boulders. So, like, it doesn't... You don't have to have, like, mountains or, like, giant... Yeah. I don't even know what it's like down there. I'm guessing it's kind of flat. I thought but, it's flat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, in, I'm, a B, I'm a big-time BC boy now, Ryan. Like, everywhere is flat, except for, like, everywhere outside of, like, the <laughs> Northwest is like flat. If it's not the Rockies or the Himalayas,
1: it's a valley. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Rockies are fucking sweet. People are like it's really it's really incredible. Like up there.
1: I think like now looking back, now that I've had like a dab or two today, I think it's a shitty name for mountains. Yeah. Because of course it's Rocky. <laughs> we know that it's made of rocks. No, dummy. but it's
0: like it's really mm-hmm. rocky. Like it's
1: yeah, but we don't have we don't call it like watery <laughs> the, when it's a big river. river.
0: It's the wettest river. Yeah, it's the wettest the river. river. Yeah, river, forest has you know the that, thickest canopy. You
1: know, you know the woods, the trees. The rocky Mountains. That's the name.
0: Well, and it's kind of that's all we call
1: it. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: I never, I did never think about it. The leafy like, trees. Yeah, South America was... got the Andes. Like that's unless Andes. Unless, like, in whatever language that's that just means Rocky, which would be funny.
1: Yeah. It well, also could just be the guy who found it, like, oh fuck you,
0: Andy, you fucking thrown a mountain. Terrible colonialist from from history.
1: Who yeah.
0: these mountains belong to me now.
1: Yeah. 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 He didn't even see it from that far away. Like, he was probably like a few miles back. He's like, Oh, that fucking thing in the distance is mine now. Yeah. That tall, rocky <laughs> mountain. Oh, yeah. It's so called he, Andy. It was now. called
0: Andy. That's what you're getting at. Yeah. But they just like the yeah. spelling. Because I think it's A N D E S, I'm sure. It's spelled, Uh, it's clearly. uh, Yeah.
1: Like multiple you know, Andes.
0: Yeah. Like, maybe there's a group of Andes. In hot fuzz. Sat down there.
1: It's okay. like there's the two detectives named Andy. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be. Since I'm sure somebody has had a uh, like a barbershop quartet called the Andys. A bunch of blokes and called not- Andy. <laughs> yep,
0: this is Andy Graham. This is Andy uh, yep. Robinson. This is um, Andrew something, but he goes by Andy. It's four in a quartet. That's a stupid question. Now that I said it aloud, absolutely. What if you had like what? What would a barber like a a barbershop like power trio be like. You just cut out one of them. It's not, it wouldn't be, it'd be like a You kill player.
1: one or yes. like two have to fight to the death?
0: Well, wow. That was, that was a much deeper than I was. I was, my question was kind of lame, but you act, you leveled it up in a serious way. I think. Or if it doesn't
1: have series, you take your barbershop quartet.
0: Just what if one of them died? That's where you, and, yeah. Oh, do you have to? You have was uh, like, if you are not
1: if you're not doing your art to the death, then you're
0: not really a real artist. That's straight no. out of the war of art, isn't it? <laughs> if you're not willing to kill a member of your to or That's to exactly what to I'm pursue saying. your passion, then you should just definitely don't quit your day job.
1: Yeah, did you read the article, because we talked about mountains, about it was uh, John Oliver's bit on how many people are going up the himalayas and how easy it is to get to the top now
0: specifically but i have heard on some like i've heard out there that uh everest in particular is getting really bad there's this thing on everest they call it the um i think they call it the rainbow road or the the rainbow highway and it's it's the line of all the dead bodies of people who have died up there because like they all all north face and patagonian jackets they're all like really bright, bold colors, right? Green, red, yellow, purple, like, they're really... Yeah. So it's... And I guess Everest has been kind of i um... I'm just talking total shit right now, because I've never even climbed, like, a mountain at all, but I guess Everest is... Easy's probably not the right word, but it's, like, an industry now. Like, Well, yeah,
1: because it's so poor in that area that it's, like, the only job for the men in that area. So they have to do it.
0: All those Sherpas, dude, they're, like biologically adapted to be able to pump out like i I don't know what the mechanism by which they're like fitter in the higher elevations is but they can they don't need as much oxygen essentially as like a western person because like they live at elevation anyways but then i wonder if there's like there's some obviously like a genetic component passed down from like Cause I think they're generational too. Like, I think like you were saying, it's the only job you could get. So like, definitely. Like
1: I'm sure like you have to have the fit person do it. But the issue that they showed is that there's two ways to get up Mount Everest, either through Tibet or whatever the other country is that is connected to it. Nepal possibly. And it's hard to get into Tibet. Like absolutely so. Can I get a free
0: do. Tibet here, just so if the Chinese government's listening, they're not. There's no confusion about our stance. Free Tibet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure, buddy. And so it only costs like twelve thousand dollars to get up the Nepal side. So so many. Oh, that's a yeah, steal. So many rich influencers on Instagram. All those nerds want to go up and get a photo. So, you know what
0: that reminds me of yeah it's um, ridiculous back like a month and a half ago a group of friends and i went camping in pemberton here in bc which is about 30 minutes north of whistler mm-hmm. and it's it's fucking beautiful there but there's this place mm-hmm. called joffrey lakes and if you punch that into instagram you'll immediately recognize it it's one of the most like photographed places in canada these incredible blue like um alpine lakes it's not spelled you know, right it's, um, Sorry, it's J O F F R. It's not spelled like Yeah, King, yeah, not King Joffrey yeah. likes. Joffrey. Joffrey. Yeah, so but it's um we went on a Saturday Joffrey oh, likes We went on a Saturday in kind of the early season and it was it was like a whole train of people the whole way up. And Um, there's this one spot where everybody on like people on Instagram like to not to shout down Instagram I'm a person on Instagram but they all want to go out (laughs) on this it's a fallen tree like it's a log that starts up half submerged and it just very very slowly mm-hmm. gets deeper and deeper and it looks awesome it looks amazing like it's a great photo spot but dude there was a lineup uh, like it. we came around this corner and there was like i'm not even joking wow. There was a group of 20 or 30 people all clustered just like waiting for there and of course there's like a really hot girl like out on it like posing like you know taking pictures nothing against it it was, a, it was a thing of beauty, and probably... Yeah, and that, that's
1: what I was That's where Mount yeah, Everest what is like. You can only fit one person in the like, at the top.
0: You get to the top, yeah. and you got to like, wait in line to take Because it's not... It's a mountain peak. Yeah. There's not like a mm-hmm. huge... Like, there's not space up there for everybody just to stand around. Yeah,
1: nobody's got their tits out, but... <laughs> you imagine, though... If somebody's up there and they have an accident, you got to go all the way back down through that line yeah. of slow yeah. ass yeah. rich people who aren't good leave. enough to go on the road.
0: Is there because they can't take the bodies down? It's yeah. covered in
1: poo too because there's nowhere for yeah. it to go.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. But they, there's so much. I've heard that like it's polluting the local rivers and like and water um water basin or whatever yeah. because of like literally all the human sewage up there. a because they got base like, camp like. There was like I there's like I guess there would be hundreds of people in those base camps at a time like because climbing. If the movie Everest, yeah. starring Jake Gyllenhaal and that dude who was John Connor in the Bad Terminator movie, are is to be believed, kind of a fun movie. I enjoyed that, that but uh, um, it was like a party at base camp, and there the climbing window is so short.
1: Yeah, because all the wind and the yeah. Because yeah. I know about climbing Everest. Yeah. I watched that half hour saying on hbo i know so much
0: i know about climbing everest because i'm as like i mentioned i'm a i'm a bc boy now so i'm all i'm all about what? mountains i um, I, see we, I got to climb and well hike our yeah because it was hiking more than climbing which is just an assholes word for walking anyways but we hiked a few really cool mountains here <laughs> last year and they're not huge they're like um i don't know how many meters everest is but we're talking like 26 2700 meters pretty tall. Like you get to the top and it's like, you can, you can see it's incredible. Um, And we're, we are going backpacking next weekend Mm. into uh, what's called Monashi Provincial Park, which is like two and a half hours North of us camping for two nights. And it's, Mm. I don't know how far total we're going like, but it's like, I don't know, 30 kilometers round trip. We're going to hike in on the Friday afternoon and camp at this lake. It's called Spectrum Lake. And then we're pushing I think, I think the mountain's called Mount Fosthall is uh, the one we're climbing up there. And it's pretty popular, I guess, but it's a really, when they call it a provincial park, it's like, it's, it's just, it's straight up wilderness. Like there's some, there's some very light infrastructure. There's like single track trails and um, really basic campgrounds and they have like bear lock safes for your food and stuff at them. Cause it's, you're gonna get eaten by a bear. I hope not. But there's well, there's four of like, us, for sure, Um, and I might be the fastest runner. I think
1: all you have to be is the fastest.
0: You don't even have to run long distance. Like <laughs> right. you're talking a sprint. Like if I can out sprint these guys, if I can yeah. out sprint them in a hundred meters, then that bear, I'm fine. Or drop
1: kick your friends into a bear mouth and then hightail it anyway. there.
0: Yeah, two of the guys coming with us, Raleigh. This one guy, Raleigh. This one guy, my friend Raleigh, is he's six foot eight. Six foot eight. So, like, he's I'm a man. If, you, if I yeah, tripped him, and, oh, and he has a bum ankle right now, too. He's like, he tripped and twisted his ankle real bad the other day. I hope he'll be fine in time for the trip, but that would like, I just go for his ankle, and all six foot eight of him would come down hard. And, and then the bear, that would satisfy a bear for a long yeah. time. Pretty trim, but even when you're a lean 6'8", there's a lot of meat on there. Exactly, you
1: wouldn't have to worry about it. No jury would convict you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fun.
0: So it's, it should be pretty fun. What were we talking about? We were waxing about Everest and about how we're... Be- it's
1: 8,800 meters. 8,840 Now,
0: the thing to measure, though, is not, is not elevation, is pro- prominence. Is girth? No, yeah. Oh, girth. Yeah, no. When I talk about how big my belly meters, I always use prominence, which is its height, its relative height above a nearer peak, okay. <laughs> and not from from a uh, sea level.
1: <laughs> the problem is my nearest <laughs> peak is my tummy, and my penis, <laughs> if it's hard, I don't think sticks that much past it.
0: Not eighty-eight hundred meters, that's for sure. Lord, no.
1: Could you imagine? 8800
0: millimeters, no, that's huge. 8800 millimeters is eight and a half meters. We still don't, we don't need a
1: measure of my penis. We still don't, we don't need a measure of my penis. This is going
0: off, this is going right off the fucking rails. So nobody
1: needs
0: to see that. So I, you saw in that like outline for the show that I sent you that I had kind of pulled up some, some questions from a website. Just as like, because I, I wasn't sure how much uh, action mm-hmm. we have and how much chemistry we'd have. Oh, me of little faith. So much chemistry. Um, So I, but I've got some fun, I've got some it's fun questions. I've got some fun questions, questions that I want to ask you. It's not crazy years. or embarrassing, but they're fun. Um, Let me just, let me just find him here. And we'll, we'll riff awesome. on these and just have fun. Okay. So if you were, about to get into a fight, I've never seen you in a fight, but if you were about to get into a fight, what would, what what song would come on as your soundtrack?
1: Oh, my fight song.
0: Yeah, your fight song. And I don't, I I don't think this is like, I mean, you can make your own rules, but I'm picturing this as like a fight in the wild, not like your, your
1: March to the Octagon song. Although... Oh, okay, because yeah. I always thought of that as less, like, why don't we be friends, like Homer Simpson? Why not we Austin? be friends? We be friends. Why can't we, we be friends? I think you start that, but with like a stone, Steve Austin, like glass shatter. Yeah, and I think yeah, I got to play one.
0: I'm gonna say style that mine would be uh, it would be like a fight scene from Kingsman, like when when Colin Farrell locks himself in the pub. But my mm. song would be Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. I think, yeah. Oh, we all live.
1: Yeah. If you it's... like,
0: are we all gonna play music? And if like you can hear it, no, this would all be in post production in the movie of my life. I think. Cause you'd want to, you'd want to time up the hits oh, just like yeah. baby driver or something, right? Like,
1: no, I'm oh, you oh, what, if cool. I give you a link to a song and you listen to it, you're like, oh, that would be a fight song.
0: I'm not sure. Can I, if you send me a song, I'm not sure if we'll hear Yeah, we won't hear oh, it though. You know what? If, if you play it over uh, your mic, like, we'll hear it.
1: No, I doubt it. Cause I don't have a um, sound card on my sound. computer.
0: Okay. Ah, it would sound very robotic and crappy, right? And we're trying to be human, as we talked about earlier.
1: Yeah, so let's not do it. It's
0: fine. Here's question the second. I have five of them here. Let's see if we might not make it through all five. If you could know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask?
1: Oh, man. Where is the edge of the universe?
0: That's a good question.
1: Like, point it out. Show me. I want to tell the other side. Like, yeah. more, more universe? Do we have a brick wall? Is it a curtain? I just want to see the edge. Like,
0: like, you get to the edge of the universe, but there's, like, a nice curtain there that, like, you have to pull aside. And then the, and then there's the edge?
1: Like, back <laughs> like a piece... <like> I, <laughs> I, I think it's more like,
0: curve type situation where the only edge so to speak th- like that's a very flat earther or way uh, for you to look at the construction of the universe ryan there's not an yep. edge it's a it's a an endless forever curve where the only true edge is like the uh the horizon which is just an optical
1: illusion yeah but if the if since the big Bang, the earth or the universe is always expanding so there's technically if, an edge is it a finite edge? Is it a blur? Is it, like, in Photoshop, I do I have a feather like on
0: it? The universe is expanding, but it's, like, if you start with a, with a sphere shape in, like, a 3D design program, mm-hmm. and it's just constantly scaling. So every dimension just increases, increases, mm-hmm. increases. Maybe, though. Maybe the universe
1: is... Yeah, I think it's, like, going out in the Y direction, but it also Absolutely. could be going in the Z Unless the universe is... Shaped,
0: yeah. it has like a weird, different, um even a shape that we well, it obviously does have a shape that we don't understand because time spit, yeah, because space time is involved. In ways, so like, there's fourth and fifth dimensions presumably that we yeah. don't even have any. Do
1: you, do you think we can get Neil deGrasse Tyson to call in and answer? I think he would be a question. I be really frustrated <laughs> with us right
0: now. Like he'd just be like, oh god damn
1: it!" You yeah, I fails you. Yeah who was it somebody either read it or somebody said that maybe like ufo's are time traveling people from the future that want to see what the past is like and i was like yeah maybe.
0: <laughs> i'm not mad at that idea i don't i don't mind that like i think i kind of um i always hear on like shows and shit like people saying that um the grays are like a, an, like a super future evolved version of us where they've like lost features and like or that they're like an Android from the future or something like that. I, lo- I like that idea you know if nick if Dorcas is listening to us right now which he is shout out to nick he's probably so fucking mad at us for not getting this shit right because <laughs> he knows he could be like my i'm gonna have him on the show and guaranteed it's gonna go off the rails <laughs> it's gonna go off the rails with aliens immediately with aliens. You have to start on the
1: rails and you may
0: not even get yeah it. well that's that's the kind of show this is the rails are only they're not like a definite construct <laughs> That's the cool thing about podcasting, though, is that, like, it's... It gives
1: anybody entirely... with, like, 20 bucks of, like, yeah. room to grow. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's entirely what you want to make of it, too. Okay, question the third. What character from The Simpsons are you? Oh,
1: man, an amalgamation of so many.
0: Go ahead, but, yeah, go ahead.
1: I, like, aren't we all just a little bit of each one of The Simpsons?
0: I'm a, I, I'm a lot of Bart in some ways, not troublemaker wise, but I feel like.
1: Oh, I we also want to think we're a Bart, but a lot of the times we're a shitty Lisa. Like not even the good parts of Lisa, but the Lisa when she's like a little bit of a like a stiff. Yeah, when she
0: gets like all high and mighty, all high and mighty on people. Like, come on, Lisa. Yeah,
1: because none of us are smart enough to be Lisa. We're dumb enough to be Bart. Lisa
0: Simpsons a bad bitch all the way though.
1: Yeah, yeah she's an incredible character. First woman president. Yeah. <laughs> like, and
0: she followed President Trump, right? That was the joke. The yeah, yeah. So there's
1: no way that we're as good so as it's her. About yeah. so it's
0: about to get yeah. better.
1: It's about to get better. Yeah, We're like the worst of Lisa, the worst of Bart and a little bit of Homer in there too. I, <laughs> Maybe I'll just speak for myself. So
0: I'm a little, you know what? I am a little bit Nick Riviera, I think, to be honest. A little bit. Hi, everybody.
1: Well, I heard the intro you did, so that's true. I,
0: I like, I like his energy. You know, he he really, he's super unqualified, but he also really believes in himself and he goes for it. He's the definition of
1: ignorance is bliss. Yeah,
0: I I feel like I'm a little, like I have a little bit of auto in there too.
1: Well, because you're a stoner like, and you
0: drive a car. Because I drive a car. Because I, yeah, but I don't. Well, I do, yeah. <laughs> but at least you have it I like his taste in, in heavy metal music, man. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. You had long hair at one point, same thing, dude. I had dreadlocks at one point.
1: Oh, yeah, it's oh, too man. bad it's not a visual podcast.
0: No, I made sure that basically all the pictures from that specific part of my life, haven't seen the light of day, that was at the beginning of like when digital photography really started taking off. So you still had to have a digital camera. Like it was long before. That's 15 years ago. Yeah, now. it was long. We do like, oh, 14
1: years since you graduated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, and it was before cell phones with picture, like good cameras and shit, obviously. So there's no pictures of me with dreadlocks. No. Oh, you're so lucky. Which is great. Yeah yeah it's all good man and all the gone. oh yeah 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 um burning sure. well i told you about that dragon ball z fan fiction of mine that i found deep in the internet didn't i
1: yeah, i tried to block that out of my memory i don't know how you're doing
0: it. <laughs> i'm gonna read that on a future show i read it on like in the demo reels on my first episode like an audio play and i couldn't i couldn't even keep a straight face i was so like i was so embarrassed it's so bad
1: What it has to be is you reading it to your wife.
0: Oh, but she doesn't know Dragon Ball Z at all. That's fine. fine.
1: Yeah, but does she know as a creative writer? Either way, it's a big shot.
0: I feel like she'd be too nice. She'd be like, you know, like, you know I love you, and... We're married, and I'm gonna love you no matter what. But nerd alert! No, she.
1: I be feel like an episode of more. She wouldn't. Like,
0: I don't think she'd be. Married.
1: What is this dumb shit I found in your sock drawer? Oh. Oh, actually, you didn't print it out. Never mind. No, I didn't. It's print it
0: I was reading it off. It's in your porn, oh, dude. The funniest thing is, there's reviews that other fan not. fiction aficionados have left me and there's one guy who is so mad at me like he's like and there's it's funny because there's a couple of people who are like genuinely stoked about it and i'm like nice
1: like somebody being happy for somebody else on the internet never happens
0: you know what if i pursued fan like writing fan fiction um i would actually maybe have a place in today's hollywood because really like All these sequels coming out, not that I'm against any (laughs) of them, but they're all basically fan fiction. Everything starts as fan fiction, right? Like,
1: everything's written on spec. It's all I'm gonna write the new Turtles movie,
0: yeah. And it's never
1: Turtles in Time like it should be.
0: No, no, no. When, um, yeah, you never met him, but my friend Anthony Brown, when we were kids, um, we were huge fans of Independence Day, of course it's fucking it's amazing it's so good and Definitely. we together like one afternoon we basically like wrote like what you would call a um uh, a treatment of like a sequel to it that was nearly similar to what came out i'm not taking any credit for that because we didn't think of things super in depth but a lot of the beats were the same like
1: but neither did they though so i never watched it i didn't watch the sequel but i'm sure it it stop once.
0: spoiler alerts coming it's really it's not bad there's good performances in it um some of the lore traveling. some of the lore the is really cool like it's been 20 years since the original movie and in that 20 like at, at a certain point in that 20 years these um these African countries fought a ground war against like a, a war on the ground against the aliens. Cause they had no tech left. And like, so at one point Jeff Goldblum has to go to like this, um, this warlords camp. And it's like just full of these, I don't know the name of the aliens, but it's full of like their skulls and stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. So, and like, you know, obviously you hate to have like the visuals, be a redeeming quality of a movie, but the visuals are awesome. There's a base on the moon, they are jets, and, like, they've, like, reverse engineered a bunch of the alien tech. I don't know. It's pretty – if you couldn't – if you can't have fun watching that movie, at least a little bit, then you're probably a boring person
1: because – I wonder if, like, Jurassic Park and Independence Day, if we switch out Jeff Goldblum's characters, would they be any different? Fuck.
0: What, are they in the same universe? That's what I was thinking while you were
1: talking because I was trying to think of okay, what I was going to say. Dr.
0: Ian Malcolm. I know that's his name from Jurassic Park. I don't remember his name from the other one. I remember his dad. His dad was that nice old Jewish fella. Um,
1: is he still I alive? Know. Yeah, he's um,
0: still
1: alive. Maybe, I, I don't do want to
0: say that's Judd Hirsch. I don't know. No, it's not. But that's okay. a fam- he was a famous actor. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's passed away now. They even let him into Area 51. That was nice. Oh, and the dude who well, played, yes. and the dude well, who I plays would want to do I die. and the dude who plays um Data in Star Trek: The Next Generation is like the air it was Judd
1: Hirsch. Judd Hirsch is his name.
0: What did I say? Did I say?
1: Did, did you, I thought you said Judd Hirsch, but maybe my stony
0: brain is wrong. Yeah, you said you had a couple of dabs today, didn't you? Yeah, I have a couple of dabs every
1: day. Yeah, didn't you just uh, did you
0: just take a couple of days off?
1: No, once this like little bit is gone, I
0: will. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I take Like, that. after tonight. Yeah, nothing wrong with a little tea break, but I appreciate you holding on to a little bit of that until the show. <laughs> I was a little worried. I was like, damn it, am I going to get a flat, boring Ryan? No, no. You're also ne- you're also never I, flat and boring.
1: So, I, I pulled up their name of the characters, Jeff Goldblum and Judd okay. Hirsch in Independence. David Levinson and Julius Levinson. Those, are, you would have never those guessed. are
0: great names. I love the name Julius.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, Julius, like a Caesar salad. Julius <laughs>
0: Levinson. Nice to meet ya. I <laughs> know, you.
1: I know so he guys pretty chewy He doesn't
0: that. like do too much in Jurassic Park. He kind of gets fucked up like in the beginning and then he's all cut up. Right. Cause like, um, cause like when the T-Rex like smashes the, uh, the uh, little like shed that he's in or whatever. And then he's in the back of the Jeep and stuff. And then he just kind of limps through
1: the rest of the movie. But in independent, he doesn't, even, he's a doctor and he doesn't even do anything of science or help anybody besides just he's have clips.
0: a mathematician, a chaos Titian. I think he calls himself, right? Yeah. Chaos theory. Yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that means he doesn't do anything. There's a great moment in the uh, helicopter when he's his laugh. He's just like, ha <laughs> <laughs>
1: he would be a good with,
0: with that You know what? Um I didn't realize this when I was young. I thought he was super cool. He's women fucking love Jeff Goldblum.
1: It's that dark velvet now that voice. I'm a bit
0: older and I'm like yeah, I can appreciate like I look at a man sometimes and I'm like, "Ooh, I don't want to like have sex with him, but I'm like, damn, I kind of wish I was driving that around."
1: He dresses well, too. He
0: dresses so well. You, you ever see him in that um, the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, Wes Anderson?
1: Uh, I've seen it. I don't remember. It
0: hit him off enough, he's, he's in that and he's dressed impeccably because A, he's Jeff Goldblum and B, it's a Wes Anderson movie. So everybody's dressed impeccably. Yeah. So him. do you, I haven't, um, I've like alluded to this, the story a little bit that I wanted you to tell. And but I haven't, I haven't really told oh, anybody sure. what it is. I just said like it's embarrassing, and that you're a big man for being self deprecating enough to tell to tell me this on a podcast. But it's a long time <sighs> ago, right?
1: And, and depending on which one you want me to tell, I guess. Yeah,
0: I want like, to tell you. I, I'm going to just say a couple keywords so as to not spoil it. You I wanna, mean, okay. I, I want to say cinema, and like you were like twelve, I think.
1: Oh man. Yeah, that's a decent one. Did I can tell that did
0: you have a better one? Yeah, yeah. Do I, so I want you to tell whichever one which is more embarrassing or better or whichever one you yeah, got for better.
1: sure. So there was one night in my first job in Montreal. We went out for dinner. I think it was because one of us was moving to a new job. So there's like three of us, my art director, me, and a friend, so two artists. And so
0: this is, just so I'm getting this, this is when you first came to Montreal, so this is a decent spell ago. This
1: is like... It's like March in the year, like, after I moved in. So it had already been probably like three or four months at the job. What year was this? So it was March, I think we moved, like, it's six years this year. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Wow. So
1: it would have been like if we moved in September, so the March after that. So we went out for Brazilian barbecue. Nice. And it's one of those places where they just like, it's all you can eat. And so we had, and it's family styles. So you're all eating off of swords yeah, I, and they're feeding you. I love family styles. Spicy, spicy meat. And we had sangria, which I don't drink anymore because of that. Yeah,
0: you barely, you don't really drink at all
1: no it's been i haven't like had one full drink since that day so we were drinking like sagria which is sugar and wine right like juice and wine
0: yeah it's like oh wow excuse me big burps coming through Nice. No, um yeah <laughs> welcome to completely unreasonable where the burps are big and they're coming through um please continue
1: yeah so we the ate like that for like kids for like an hour. And normally I'm smart enough to go and shit before I leave a restaurant, knowing how I am. But I didn't feel anything, so I just I okay. took a piss and left. Went to the metro, which this metro in Montreal is seven flights of escalators all the way down. Oh which so one takes, is it takes it's um oh let me pull up it's the one under the bell center.
0: It doesn't really matter. I I, oh. I might know it. Nobody, nobody who's not from
1: Montreal will know it. At least three minutes sometimes to yeah, five I mean, minutes no. to get down there.
0: I think I know which one you're talking about though.
1: Yeah, and then we're down there at night. I go one way, my friend goes the other track. Okay. At least five, six minutes until my train comes and I'm standing at the front and I can feel my stomach no. gurgling like fuck. I know I have to shit. (laughs) There is no washroom in any metro. It's five minutes to get up and at least another five to walk somewhere. So I decided that was against all reason that I would do that. So I went behind a wall in the front and started shitting up against the door. No. And I took... Uh, like I had uh, I had Kleenex in my bag, so I used that as a shovel to shovel poo out my pants oh, uh, okay. and I used to throw on the wall.
0: So you were oh. all <laughs> I'm showing my pants
1: in the metro and then I can hear the train coming in. I'm like, fuck, I gotta go. Oh. There's gonna be people coming at me. Okay, here you go oh, just
0: calm down a little bit, you're peeking. i peeking. Yeah. So there's
1: the train coming in people coming towards me i can pull up my pants get on the train as fast as i can and i smell like shit i've shit all over the back of my pants all over my jacket it's the winter in montreal if i go if i go for a walk the shit's going to freeze to my pants and i wouldn't make it home so we get to the transfer i don't have to, i don't even have to transfer but i know I have to get off. I yeah, have to get off. Yes, like I got absolutely. off and I sat around and I waited for another one that hopefully maybe less people will be on this next Metro. And so I'm sitting down and I can see everybody's face around me look and they're like sniffing like, what the fuck is that smell? And I smell like shit, I have shit on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's, everybody knows it's coming from a human being.
0: You had shit all over yourself, and you did indeed smell like shit.
1: Yeah, I'm a 30-year-old man covered in his own face.
0: <laughs> well, you uh, were 30 at the time. You were like, uh... No, I
1: would have been like... You like
0: 27. 27 or something. Oh, man, must
1: up. have. Yeah, something like that. At least I, like, am yeah. an adult that shouldn't be doing that.
0: With a real job just freshly minted in the big city right.
1: And so I couldn't take a cab because nobody would let me in their cab.
0: You could maybe take an Uber these days, but definitely not a cab. No, no, no the Uber wouldn't. <laughs> no, he has shit on his pants. One let him in
1: the car. Yeah. One and star. So I took the metro home. I ran as fast as I could up the stairs. <laughs> Kids laughing behind me, <laughs> like looking at a with poo on his boots, and his boots. I get home and tell my wife, like, <laughs> oh, I got to take a shower. I shit myself. I and she laughed. And I need a shower. She laughed the whole time I was in the shower. She turned around and could not breathe. Well, she, she thought would. it was so funny.
0: I like to think if that happened to me that Devin would also find the humor in it. Because if it, if she didn't, then what the – like, at least there's a benefit to that, right? Like, think of, think, think of all the joy you brought – to yeah, I don't me, think... A, and to get, and
1: those, those kids who saw you running with your boots-covered
0: boots, just think, they, Ryan, they probably tell this At story, like, fine. still. They might have a podcast, and they might be talking about the day that a guy ran past them out of the metro with shit all over himself, and they just laughed their asses off.
1: You're not going to feel much better about yourself when you see an adult covered in shit, and you aren't. <laughs> That's pretty fucking sweet. That's
0: you know what you're you're kind of right about that. I mean, congratulations, you're not covered in shit. Like,
1: I deserve a trophy every day I don't grab my pants or something.
0: I guess. Do you have a new appreciation just for like daily life when you don't have shit all over your pants?
1: Yeah, but it's also scary because it's it's kind of like what if it happens again? Oh, because it has happened again (laughs) like twice since. Oh, but still. Is that the? Yeah,
0: you, I think this might have to be like a repeat saga on the show.
1: Oh, no, it doesn't have to be like I don't like. <laughs> I, I can, can stop when I want. <laughs> I hope. Could you
0: like? I bet you on your own could produce like a um a season of like short podcast vignettes just about your various
1: um times you shat yourself. Oh man, and I've also got friends who have. We've got a club going. It's pretty cool. We meet on yeah. Saturdays.
0: You can even just steal their stories if you want. I don't care.
1: Yeah, my brother shit in a bag of popcorn on his way home from the movies once.
0: <laughs> on his way home?
1: Yeah, from the movies on a date. On
0: he, a date? He
1: told his date to walk ahead and he had to go behind somebody's house and shit in a bag of popcorn.
0: He's married now, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's that girl. I'm not sure. Oh uh,
0: Well, you know what? You know what? If If he is married to her, that's a good woman. Well, I'm married to my
1: wife after she saw me. Because yeah, you, were,
0: you were already married.
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, we were, like, not married at that oh, point.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. I keep I mean, thinking you guys have been married for a lot longer than Devin and I, but you really haven't.
1: But now I'm trying to figure it out. Well, yeah, it was before we were married, but we've been married five years in December.
0: Okay, you guys have been married for a bit longer than I was. I don't even know you. I'm a bad friend. I was at your wedding.
1: You were in the wedding. <laughs> it was hell up because of you.
0: I was. Yeah. That was a fun night. Wait. That was a really fun night. So we
1: backtrack, let me see. Yeah. So I was married five years ago. So that's 2014, December. And we moved here September of 2016. So she married me the year I shit my ass. <laughs> gab bless
0: your heart bless your heart gab you're a good woman we can't get
1: divorced like she knows too much about she Knows
0: me. too much well now actually you know what though the, telling this story on this show helps to uh that'll take some power away little bit by bit sorry gab but that's the way it is this shit's out, open you're to wear this you're gonna wear that shit like armor ryan Literally.
1: I think, I have a poo badge I wear. A poo badge. I didn't shit my pants today. Yeah, but I get it every time I come home with clean pants.
0: (laughs) I like it. That was a good, that's a good story. Thank you. I made it myself. So do you feel weird when you're in that station in the metro now?
1: Oh, yeah. I went to see if there's a stain. And then anytime I see a cleaner at any metro, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. you're a hero. Because you have like, an IBS, right? Yeah, yeah, like it's just anxiety mixed with like a bad stomach. And then,
0: have you, since you started um, using wheat, like cannabis, which has only been a couple of years, right? Um, have you noticed? For you daily, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. really
1: You've noticed quite a have day a day. risk anymore. I, if I have a stomach issue you just go straight to smoke and eat it, it usually clears itself up within has been an hour. That's sweet. That's really awesome. I know. It's a miracle drug. Yeah. like, you know, aid to help sell all the stomach, What's mean? the
0: situation with the dispensaries in Quebec right now? Are they still, like, do they still have no stock and like, limited hours?
1: I think it's still only like three days a week. I haven't been we, in a still,
0: we still only have one store in B.C., and it's in Kamloops, two and a half hours north of me. I've never been. Um, And my friend was there, my friend's girlfriend... Last night because they're up there for a wedding, and she was just telling me that um, she was a bit overwhelmed. But they had really limited supply, and I guess, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it'll. Get
1: well, we had yeah. I bought some pre rolls. Yeah. A few months it's back, crazy, they were nice stuff. I mean, decent. You know. But our res is apparently like a half hour away. The reserve has a yeah. dispensary that sells better shit. There's a
0: company here in Kelowna called Indigenous Bloom. They um they have a dispensary. On the reservation, just right off the highway, um, north of me here. I've never been though.
1: Yeah, you should go check it out. Yeah. Did you know you have a tattoo festival coming up in Kelowna this month?
0: I'm not surprised because a lot of people, a lot of people in Kelowna have tattoos. There's a lot of tribal tattoos. There's a lot of tramp stamps. There's a lot of guys with tattoos on their uh, like their calves and stuff like that. Um, I saw a guy the other day with you know how sometimes girls um, will get. And I'm not slut shaming here, but they're not usually the the nicest girls. <laughs> They'll get <laughs> tattoos high on the back of, like underneath their butt, basically, like high on the back of uh, the string. Um, sure. And it's and it's usually if it's a girl, the chances of it being like um, little like frilly bow ties, are Got her belt kind of thing, or pantyhose, it's about fifty percent. And I saw I saw a guy with a tattoo up there, but it was just like a an Asian symbol.
1: Oh boy.
0: Oh, it was like, it was kind of. Oh. I was bringing it up because
1: there's good music at the tattoo festival you should go see.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah,
1: there? Bad Cop, playing Friday night. Uh, good punk band with ladies in it from Fat Records, and the Motor League is okay. playing on Sunday.
0: Oh, the Motor League is playing. Yeah. I wonder if they would still remember me as the guy who at the, the at the Ditch Pigs concert when they were the ski Ditch Pigs. Yeah, we found those ski boots in the outside in the um, it was the bushes right between. The club and the next. I
1: thought it was right, right in front yeah, of the garbage. You we were
0: like, we, oh no, they found them, and they were like, hey, who wants to wear these fucking ski boots we just found? Yeah. Everybody listening, yeah. it's a it's a punk show in like, it was like yeah. a Wiseman's club in Fredericton,
1: maybe it was at the um, at the Elkspark. Elkspark. Yeah, it
0: was an all ages yeah. show, and this band, the Ditch Pigs, they're like a really thrashy but fun upbeat punk band super good band and they and everybody's moshing and dancing hard and we're like 16 yeah maybe 17 and um they're they're like hey who wants to wear these fucking ski boots and mosh around and me because i have undiagnosed adhd and can't help but find myself like drawing attention (laughs) to myself um i was like i'll do it so like i put them on and i i think i had long hair at the time too oh it was shaggy for sure I'm sure I'm I mean, yeah, I'm sh- I was shaggy for sure, and I'm sure it was quite a sight just smashing around. So you're sending me more Or it was just day. tattoos. Oh <laughs> I'll look at those later. Yep. Um there's a triathlon here today. There's all kinds of shit going on in Kelowna. It's it's pretty happening for a city its size. Man. All right.
1: We are about to
0: hit fifty minutes. We are about to hit fifteen minutes. Let's go for a little longer though. I was thinking we'd do about an hour. If you yeah, want, and I'm getting sweaty. Man. Oh, you're getting sweaty. Did you turn your AC off?
1: No, it's on. I can't hear it. Like really raging. I can't, I can't even hear it. It's but amazing. It's not
0: even hot here today. It's like 21, and it's raining off and on, which is nice because um, it's been rainier this yeah. summer. Like, so it's nice because we we had so many fucking fires here last year, and we're really having almost none right now. So it's it's way better.
1: It was 80% humidity this morning.
0: Yeah, that sounds like Montreal. Yeah, that's gross. I do not miss the humidity at all. It's remarkably, it's remarkably drier here. It's
1: dense. They Like to walk outside yeah. yesterday after work yeah. just like fell thick.
0: Yeah. And it gets hot in Montreal too. Like, fucking, like easy. Mm-hmm. Like over 30 consistently in the summertime with that humidity. And you're like in the metro and you're walking mm-hmm. around downtown and stuff. Woo! It's hot. But the girls are super hot, right?
1: So, It's not an even trade when you're not single. Uh, but more power to the guys to enjoy it.
0: That is fair too. And more power to those girls for flaunting it. Yeah.
1: Enjoy the way you
0: look. Yeah.
1: Beauty fades. We all die.
0: Gravity always wins.
1: I mean, it rarely does it not. Unless you're not uh, on planet Earth.
0: Well, it's supposed to. Don't stick around too long. Don't be greedy. Move out of the way. Move. One of the funniest things my, um, I don't know if you really care if we tell the story, but she, she kind of shared this musing with me once that ever since she had kids, she was like, she'd see people who were like really, really, really old. And I don't mean she's like being mean to old people, but in her mind, she would be like, move out of the fucking way. Make some room. Like I got these brand new babies. You're old as shit. Like I am clearly, so clearly putting words in her mouth right now. But um, yeah, it's like move out of the way a little bit.
1: like sometimes you want to walk up to old people that just look like sad, and like, what are you holding on for?
0: Oh, like, uh, I know. Well, that's sad sometimes too, right?
1: Go to the next dimension. See what that's about.
0: Easy to say when you're in
1: your 30s, right? I mean, some days I w- I go to sleep hoping I don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. That's not
0: true. Of course. But it makes for funny jokes on the podcast. Yeah. You just
1: want to be rested. That's it. I just want yeah. four eight hours of sleep.
0: Yeah. I've had a lot of um, feedback like on social media from my family members and like friends of the family um, about this show. And I, some of them, I don't know if they've ever listened to a podcast before, or I don't know what they're expecting necessarily. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you're still listening to this, um, thank you. for
1: carrying on. Hopefully, they're like, oh, Will's making an internet suicide note? And yeah, we have to listen an to internet it. internet
0: suicide note? That's a cool name for a <laughs>
1: band, though. Oh, God, I you wouldn't mean? listen to it. I bet they'd. Like, yeah, it'd be, be like really Shore
0: or something like that. Yeah, they'd have a logo you couldn't yeah, read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just be like, it would just be break beats, like the whole time and like. You know, yeah, the song would just be like... I don't know. I already
1: hate them. You made the worst band I ever.
0: I know. I really should be a music producer. Because I could definitely come up with that. Can you hear that? My neighbors are being super loud
1: right now. Oh, I can. Maybe it's time to quench. Time oh, to quit it.
0: Devin's talking to somebody in the other room. That's all good, though. Winning. Oh, a talk- What is she talking about? She's talking to my mother-in-law, Francesca. I can. The mow in love. I can make it out. I can make her voice out. I love Francesca. Some people have weird relationships with their in-laws, but I'm not even putting it on right now. I love her parents. Like, so much.
1: So a little over the edge. That's a little too much, Will.
0: Is that too much? <laughs> ah, they're, not, they're not that great, I guess.
1: My said I swear too much in front of her dad. But i
0: started cussing a bit more around Devon's dad. He's very he's very proper most of the time, but sometimes I'll put will throw a little cuss in, and it'll really get him. Like it'll. Really get
1: him. In my defense, we're watching hockey uh, clips, and I don't know how to talk about hockey oh, without swear, of course, So no.
0: neither do I.
1: <laughs> it's impossible. So that's my fault for putting on hockey clips on YouTube.
0: They're rough, man. Like, yeah, if yeah. You're having fuck shit and words like that at your disposal in your in your vocabulary those help a lot
1: yeah i was it was uh taught the dirtiest uh shots of the season
0: oh i think something like that you can't watch that and not swear
1: yeah they even in the title they're calling them dirty shots
0: yeah like what are you gonna say like oh well that wasn't very sportsmanlike.
1: yeah oh it's that. gonna
0: leave a mark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dirtiest Hits Part 1.
0: Ooh, that was dirty.
1: Can you hear that? Hear what? Oh, I was trying, I was playing it. I was wondering no. if it was playing it No,
0: I think your mic probably has only a very limited, like, um, like, span it can take in. Yeah, it's not picking up from
1: the computer, just from what's so Did
0: I just sound like I knew what I was talking about?
1: I mean, you said words that sounded like they were supposed to be coming out with.
0: You said some words, and you, you put them together in some sort of a patchwork that resembles something that someone who knows about microphones and audio would...
1: Half, half the time I listen to people, it's in one ear and halfway out of the
0: other. Well, I hope that they... Um, I am kind of the same way, and I hope they show me the same courtesy.
1: Of not listening?
0: Yeah, I don't want people to remember yeah. everything. I, Dude, I... you know this about me. I say a lot of things.
1: Oh, you talk way too much. And I
0: also, like, after I say things, I quite often do not feel any obligation to defend them or to feel the same
1: way even minutes later. So, yeah, that's an issue because that just means you're arguing in bad faith constantly.
0: Well, no, it doesn't. I'm not saying... (laughs) Yes,
1: it does. It does. And this is a perfect example. Well,
0: you know what? I don't... um, I'm not in a position where I'm willing to defend that statement I just made anymore. So I would agree. I would agree with you. I was arguing in bad 100%.
1: Faith. Thank you, Donald Trump. How we? Uh, yeah, I was hoping to make a Trump, Trump run podcast
0: run without Trump coming up. Oh shit! He already came up during the Simpsons bit, though.
1: Yeah, you can censor his name though. If you would, you go back and uh, go through this. I just
0: That's mean, what they did on Broadway, That'd be sweet if he like if he listened. Actually, I know people don't like him very much, but if. If uh
1: oh he doesn't listen to anything. Sudden,
0: if I got a if I got a message through anchor FM and it was from Donald Trump and he was like, your podcast sucks, I'd still be stoked I'd be like nice. It's
1: probably gonna happen so he's gonna make his account and now that whole and like, send you a message
0: and that whole free to that rant I went on isn't gonna help me either.
1: You're never crossing the border in the channel man.
0: you know what? China does look cool, but I'm not super like China's not high on my list of uh, bucket list travel destinations. Not scares much. me to death. My sister spent cool. Emily. Um, that she you only had one hour. Yeah, she, she was. Um, she took anthropology as in her undergrad, and she spent I think six or eight weeks, like on a school trip, traveling all through China. And she said it was. She said it was incredible. Like mm-hmm. super nice.
1: Yeah, I mean Wiley likes it, but it also yeah. looks. So like there's a lot of people Dude. and I don't leave them like the amount of people I am around now. And I'm a home alone.
0: I should reach out to Wiley and get him on the show in the near future. I haven't talked to
1: him. I have not talked to him since he left my house.
0: He's like though, <laughs> he's kinda like a man of mystery. James is Sue.
1: Yeah, I talked to James. He sends pictures
0: of his He does. Of I the look school. at his I like his pictures on Facebook. Shout out to James. He's an adorable Shout Bible. out to you, James Woods, if you listen to this. Man. I'm gonna tell my wife to
1: start coming home.
0: Yeah, why don't we put a pin in this? We're we're pushing we're pushing fifty eight minutes. So, dude, thank you for coming on my show. Honestly, I kind of I give you a nice shout out in the intro to this episode. Oh, you're gonna make one, yeah, but yeah yeah, 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 But um, yeah, it's gonna resemble the demos probably with no ads. Okay. But um, I, I'm gonna give some shout outs. Seriously, dude, if without your just like your kind support and your perpetual support of all of my weird creative endeavors, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't have had the like the courage to do this, oh. just to sit down and like, even though I've only shared this with like the podcast so far with like a half a dozen people, it is still like, it was an anxiety inducing experience for me, but I've been reading the war of art and apparently the more you're scared of something you want to do, the more important it is that you actually do it.
1: Yeah, well, you know... Which I like. If you're an artist, you don't want to be comfortable, which is why it's hard to work a creative job eight hours a day.
0: I am an artist, too, and I've kind of... That side of me has been kind of unexplored since I left New Brunswick. I've kind of... I have dove, dove much more into the um, the outdoorsy part of my personality, and the artistic side has kind of gotten left behind a little bit, like, since, obviously, I stopped playing in the band, and, like, I'm not doing any visual arts, really, or anything at the moment, but do I is talking ever easy for me? Like, oh, so, that's an understatement. So putting honestly, like I've, I've told a couple people about this podcast and they were like, that sounds like a nice outlet for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Personal listen to it.
0: Yeah. So anyway, why don't, why don't we, why don't we say the end, Ryan, thank you very much for coming on. Your story was awesome. It was nice to catch up. We should do Merci this. Beaucoup. I would love to have you on the podcast more so we can talk more shit about various subjects. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, man.
1: Au revoir, mes amis.
0: Au revoir, mon ami. Have a nice weekend. Say hi to Gab for me. Will do. Cool, man. I love you, buddy. I'm going to hit See stop. Me so. Love Bye. you too. Thank you very much to my good friend, Ryan McLean, for that catch-up and that story. Oh, my God. That was fun, wasn't it? That was a different story than I thought he was going to tell. But... I uh, can't fault him. It was a good one. So that has been the show this week, everyone. If you're still listening, thank you very much. I mentioned a, I I listed a huge number of people at the beginning who helped me out with the show. I'm not going to list anymore, but I would like to say again that um, thank you in particular for listening to this. Whomever you are, wherever you are, and whenever you are listening to this, if there is anyone listening to this, thank you very much immediate plans for the podcast. Today is Monday. I want to publish this podcast by Thursday and resume or start working on the next one immediately thereafter. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for a Thursday release schedule so far and just see what happens. Probably monologue episodes for the next couple, but um, my friends, the aforementioned Nick and Joel, will be appearing on an upcoming episode. My wife, Devin, has very loosely promised to come on an episode, so I'm going to try to get her to do that, and um, I'm basically reaching out to all the funny people that I know. I did have some issues with the recording on Zencaster. I don't want to be very apologetic forward, but I am Canadian, so I apologize a lot. I'm sorry for the imbalance between my track and Ryan's track. Zencaster, and I'm not bad-mouthing them in any way, I looked into this and apparently it's a computing power issue, a known issue, but uh, when you're recording those voice over IP conversations, uh, they record two separate tracks, of course, and when they spit them out, they don't line up exactly. So I did have to do a bit of editing to line them up and Ryan was also using a um, just a webcam microphone, which isn't a shout out against him, but uh, let's uh, all peer pressure him social media peer pressure him to maybe get a better microphone for the next time he comes on. If Ryan's a big hit, he'll have to do it. Or I'll do it. Whatever. So I am working out the voiceover IP recording issues as well as the overall editing setup. My friend Nick, huge shout-outs to Nick. He's told me not to apologize for the quality and just to let it be, but I can't help it, everybody. So I'm gonna put a pin in it there, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other. Much love, and I will see you next
1: time.